Politics are stressful right now, and there are much better ways for conservatives to spend their days than to see what mood Joe Manchin might be in. I'm Greg Corumbus. Join Jim Garrity of National Review and me each weekday for the Three Martini Lunch Podcast, and you'll get the day's good, bad, and crazy news with some laughs on the side. Subscribe at Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Caltech Innovation is back-to-back. You've heard me talk about Caltech's P50 pistol. Now here comes the new 9mm P15 carry pistol. Quality engineered, the 9mm P15 carry pistol is the lightest, thinnest of its kind in Caltech's first striker fire handgun. And as another first, the P15s feature a totally unique patent-pending 15-round extended magazine. Now other features include ambidextrous grip, safety, reversible mag release, and the hybrid fiber optic night sights with full adjustable rear. That all comes standard. It's from Keltec, inventors of subcompact polymer and now metal handguns. The P15's gator grip texture on the polymer version increases stability and makes for easy, accurate handling, while the all-metal version offers comfortable but positive traction and a really beautiful wood grip panel. The P15 is the dependable firepower you need to secure your world. See the new 9mm P15 first, up close and personal at KeltecWeapons.com. That's K-E-L-T-E-C Weapons.com. Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. I don't know if you guys, it's a, some delicious, delightful audio. Mr. Hank Johnson, the slowest speaking member of Congress. He's from Georgia. And he once said that you couldn't put all these people on the island nation of Guam because you would tip it over. I'm not joking. He said that. What his intentions were, I am not gracious enough to explore. But he said it, so that's what he said. It was years ago. He decided to compare parents at school board meetings to January 6th and suggest that everyone's a terrorist. Oh, yes, he did. Listen. Um, January 6th, 2021 will never be forgotten, an infamous day in American history. MAGA Republicans descended upon the Capitol, engaged in an insurrection. Uh, They occupied the Capitol. Five people were killed, hundreds injured, including hundreds of Capitol Hill police officers attacked and bludgeoned. Um, uh, It was uh, a day that we'll never forget. And people on the local level uh, at affected school board meetings, they won't forget the MAGA uh, Republicans descending on their school board meetings uh, after January 6th, like January 6th, disrupting meetings. It was a coordinated uh, attack happening across the country. Okay, who all is Hunter Biden sharing his crack rocks with, guys? Come on now. It's not the Blarney Stone. It's a crack rock. Stop treating it as such. <sighs> the Irish will appreciate that. Was there any sentence that he spoke right there that was truthful? Because I didn't hear it. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so first off, uh, five people were not killed. Uh, there was a guy who days later ended up having a stroke. Uh, there was one person killed and she was yeah. killed by police. Ashley Babbitt. That's the only person who was killed. What is he talking about? No, this is what they do. Democrats are like, well, someone who was there at January 6th, a year later, 
dies of causes totally unrelated, and it's because of January 6th. January 6th killed him. That's that's what they're doing. MAGA killed him. MAGA. (laughs) MAGA. I'm so done with them doing this. I love how he's like, they descended upon the Capitol. Like, wait, from heaven? They're like locusts, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, where did, what is he talking about? They're so dramatic. They're so dramatic. People at school board meetings will never forget. You know what? The people at school board meetings, there's, there are a number of Democrat parents leading a number of those groups challenging school boards. And they're not MAGA Republicans. They were the, they, it's not a coordinated attack. That kind of language is super stupid and and really reckless. They want everyone, they want the left to think you're under attack. From what? Oh, you object to the fact that parents don't want teachers telling their uh, their kindergartners uh, about, you know, how dudes get it on with other dudes? Sorry, that doesn't have anything to do with learning the ABCs or just like writing your name. We have to make sure there's representation. There's a difference between representation and teaching kindergartners about how people get it on. Stop it. There's a difference between books like, you know, something from Mark Twain or even the Ramona Quimby series and the graphic uh, novella that shows a dude giving, you know what, to another male in the book. That is in kids' libraries and was in the library of a school literally within a mile of where we are. And a parent who talked to us had found it, or rather her daughter did in the school. Big difference. Parents saying, we want to be able to have influence here. That's not an attack. I'm so tired of people thinking that disagreement is an attack upon their person. It is an attack upon their person. Here's here you have Jill Biden who said she's really against removing those sorts of books that I just mentioned. And remember, it, who was the it was the left that wanted to be in Dr. Seuss and Huckleberry Finn. OK, listen to this. This is a uh, flotus Jill Biden on this. Issue. Is there a balance between, you know, this book should be in the library. This book All is under books review. should be in the library. All books. This is America. We don't ban books. Well, your party does literally all the time. They've banned... They, you guys literally got mad at Cat in the Hat. You banned Dr. Seuss. You, you banned Huckleberry Finn. You actually banned them from being in the schools. What parents are saying... I mean, I can't even show you the images of the books because I'll get in trouble. I can't even describe them on air because I will get fined by the FCC. For indecency. In fact, if I were to share these on Facebook as the mom whose daughter found this in the school right by our house, her account was temporarily suspended until she deleted her post and agreed to not post. She had to, you have to agree, click and agree. You're not going to post anything like it again. And she was back on a probationary period. She couldn't even share the images in a children's library on her Facebook page because it was considered too graphic and indecent for Facebook, but apparently not too graphic or indecent enough for a kid's library. There's a difference between a book like The Cat in the Hat and Mark Twain and a book about blowjobs. That's showing them actually happening in graphic form, all drawn out for kids to look at in a school 
public school library. And the book is just gratuitous that. And they hide behind that, well, we're teaching about, you're not teaching about anything. This is actual, this is just like cartoon porn. That's all it is. Go get you a waifu. That's all this is. It's ridiculous. Yeah, the gender queer book. There's a there's that what there's no reason it there's no reason. And this isn't about being first off the whole ban thing is totally a specious statement. And here's why parents were saying if you're going to put and this is how it began. Parents were saying if you're putting this stuff in kids schools, why were we not asked about it? Because this is something that actually completely goes past your purview as an administ- as an administration. This is a book that's talking about and showing in graphic form uh, oral sex. And more than that, actually. I mean, they have strap-ons and all kinds of stuff in this book. You cringe when I say it, but that's in a kid's library. And it wasn't just one. It was in libraries across the country. In fact, certain... Uh, what is it, the librarians group or whatever, they were actually recommending these books to read. How in the world is that academic? There's a difference between, like, pornography and a difference between Cat in the Hat. We're not the people freaking out over Pancake Mix and Mark Twain. We're not the people freaking out over this stuff. You, the left was the one who actually banned them outright. You have teachers, we had a teacher fired in a classroom here in Texas for defending pedophilia as, what did they call it? Um, Minor minor attraction. That's sick. Parents were saying, you must ask us if we want these books in the library. Parents pay these bills. Parents pay these taxes. Parents pay these salaries. Parents pay these bonds. Parents make these decisions. Parents facilitate these decisions. Parents must be asked about these decisions. It is a partnership between the school and the parent. And any resistance to that is a resistance of parental authority. And that is what this is about. Shame on Jill Biden. If only she spent as much energy actually understanding this argument as she does wearing her Dolce & Gabbana dresses and making sure she has the latest from, you know, the resort wear line and everything else that came out this year. Is it sexist? Yeah. Not really. It's actually not. It's accurate. Good heavens. All hat, no cattle. And that goes for women, too. Ammo is expensive and in short supply. Did you know that you can train without ammunition at your home using the Mantis X? All the best shooters in the world do a significant portion of their training with dry fire practice at home. The Mantis X firearms training system is a no ammo, all electronic way to practice and improve your shooting accuracy. It simply attaches to your own firearm like a like a weapon light and you can use it at home or at the range. The Mantis X gives you data-driven real-time feedback on your technique and guides you through drills and courses. 
is. 94% of shooters improve within 20 minutes using Mantis X. The Mantis X is used by the Marine Corps, Army, and Special Forces. It's military-grade technology at an affordable price. And the Mantis X can improve your shooting dramatically, and it's a must-have for every gun owner. If you believe in your Second Amendment rights, you should also be able to act on your Second Amendment responsibility and be competent and confident in your shooting ability. Start improving your shooting accuracy today. Get yours at MantisX.com. That's MantisX.com. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick 5, brought to you by Caltech. We do not deserve dogs. A hero pupper guards a woman who is 84 years old for two days. She was missing and found unconscious. Now, this story, by the way, this, just let me set this up. This 84-year-old woman, she she had a new pup. Uh, her name's Pearl Radcliffe. She went missing for two days in Texas. Apparently, and this is like East Texas, so it's near the bayou. They said that she um, was, uh, apparently had collapsed on the sidewalk somewhere. She was found unconscious on a sidewalk, but she wasn't alone. Her dog, Maximus, who she adopted nine days prior, was waiting by her side. First off, how many people walk by this woman laying on a sidewalk is what I want to know. Number two, God love this dog, Maximus. So she's at the hospital under observation. Um, apparently, according to, to uh, New York Post, she's not doing really any better. She doesn't really remember a lot of what happened. And uh, and they said that they're very relieved that she was okay and she was guarded by her new dog. They said that they're never letting Maximus go. The family's taking care of him. Animal control had taken him, but the, the family apparently picked him up immediately. So that's just, I mean, that's such a good boy. That's just the best boy. Uh, also, this is oh, very interesting. Washington Examiner says that the new, the problem at the border with all of this rush, this increase in illegal entry has cost the United States $4 billion more than if we would have just built the damn wall. That's from Washington Examiner. You're not surprised by that, are you? Yeah. A man's trying to put mirrors in space for, this sounds like a horror film, to generate solar power at night. They said it's the Tons of Mirrors project. I just think that this sounds like a Rube Goldberg machine. And also, I literally just watched this thing called Requiem, and it had to do with mirrors, and it was scary. Stay with us. we got a lot more in store. All right, so ballet is racist now. I knew this was coming. I was just waiting. I'm also waiting to see if the, when they're going to go after like the, like the French language and Spanish language, you know, because of the gendered language, so to speak. The story's kind of nuts. So this whole issue, I knew it was, this is, comes by way of the telegraph. So this isn't a British, it's starting in Britain. Ballet has been dropped from auditions at a leading dance school as staff say it's rooted in white European ideas. The Northern School of Contemporary Dance, which aims to be a progressive institution, has reviewed the elitist art form as part of a diversity drive that's seen the introduction of new policies relating to gender and race. Ballet has been ditched as the requirement for school entry auditions because of its contentious nature, with teaching staff explaining that the traditional mode of dance comes with the baggage of, quote, white European ideas. They say that the centuries-old art form was seen as being a barrier to inclusion because of the exclusionary financial burden of taking classes and the idealization of certain body shapes, etc., etc., etc. Now, I uh, studied classically. I, I, I'm a class. I did classically classical ballet. I'm, I was trained in classical ballet for 17 years. You guys know who the prima, the main, the prime ballerina is at American Ballet Theater? 
She's got all these amazing contracts now. She's quite good. Her name's Misty Copeland. Uh, And that's just at American Belly Theater. She's black. I'm just curious as to, you know, what what about uh, Maria Tallchief? Has anyone ever heard of her? Back in 19, the 1920s, actually not, not really 1920s, probably in the early 1900s, she was the first Native American to, she was the first uh, person of color who was a prima ballerina. She revolutionized ballet. And I just feel like the people who make these arguments ignore First off, why would you just drop it instead of trying to diversify it? That's the one big question that I have. If you think ballet is racist, which it's not. I mean, again, I studied ballet for 17 years. And I studied uh, in, many, in many cities. And it is absolutely not, especially, I mean, from my, my experience in whether it's in Chicago or St. Louis or where else. Um, no, there are a lot of ballerinas of color. And it is, it's just a white progressive socialist response to insist otherwise. Made from, it, it's, it's really, I think, a, a showcase of ignorance. But the bigger question is if you think that it is quote unquote too white, why would you then further exclude people of color from it by refusing to introduce it to them and encourage them to get involved. I mean, this British school just dropped it entirely from their curriculum. Why would you do that? You're actually doing more to exclude people of color than had you just encouraged people of color, since you think it's all white, to get involved. How does that serve anybody? These people are so dumb. It's his life mission. To make bad decisions. It's time for Florida Man. So, oh man, this is crazy. A Florida caretaker was accused of stabbing the man that she provides care for with a marker and then shoving him out of a moving car in North Carolina. Oh, man. This woman, Arlene Bonitz of Palm Harbor, she was driving... Uh, on Interstate 95 with a man that she cares for, and she supports him because of his cognitive issues, according to Cumberland County Sheriff's Office. She stabbed him with a felt tip marker and then pushed him out of the car while driving 60 miles per hour. She ended up crashing her car. They were both taken to the hospital. He has a broken pelvis and road rash everywhere. Uh, She's been charged with assault with a deadly weapon with intent to kill. Her bond's been set at 75,000. Now, see, there's a difference. Her bond's set at 75,000, and what did they do to the guy who was defending himself in... uh, Manhattan, exactly, exactly. They were trying to do half a million dollars for him. I'm just crazy. Uh, also, a Florida man, this is a good story, he lifted up an overturned Jeep to rescue a toddler in Flagler County after an accident. They saw a baby in there, and after this, 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 uh, he literally said, he's like, there's a baby sticking out, and he told Fox 35 News, the baby boy is safe. Thankfully, uh, and it was Gary Dormival, was right there when it happened and was able to respond, lift it. He jumped in to lift the Jeep so they could rescue the toddler. Um, 
Sounds like he's, I don't have a picture of him, but it sounds like he's jacked. I'm just saying. Or it's like one of those extraordinary circumstances where even like, you know, small people, they just, they see somebody that needs to be rescued in there. There's there's stories like that. Uh, Let's see here. Another all methed up case in Tampa. A woman in Brooks, well, outside of Tampa, she got in trouble after she made herself comfortable in someone else's home. So the homeowner was out of state. The pool cleaner notified the homeowner, there's some weird people inside your house. When deputies arrived, they saw a one woman named Amanda Roberts and another man named Corey Roberts, Amanda Robbins and Corey Roberts. They were there doing their drugs in the house and they found 66 grams of meth and credit cards that weren't theirs, checkbooks and personal identification cards, all not theirs. And they said, no, we entered through an unlocked sliding glass door. And then Robbins first entered the house, made herself comfortable. And when she realized the homeowners were out, weren't going to be coming back for a while, she invited Roberts to join her. So they are arrested each on $65,000 bond, and they are being held in place ahead of their trial. Just, gosh, I don't know if I really want to read this one. Cemeteries are like a place where you just don't do shenanigans. And in Hernando County, a man exposed himself to a woman at a cemetery. They arrested 28-year-old Daniel Ray Simpson. They found out also that on a, at a post office separately, uh, two days later, he exposed himself to somebody else. This woman was visiting a gravesite, visiting a gravesite, when she happened to look over and saw him being all weird. So he was arrested, and he's disgusting. Just gosh dang. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Look, politics are stressful right now, but there are much better ways for conservatives to spend their time than to see what mood Joe Manchin might be in for a given vote, or which special interest group on the left will steamroll Joe Biden today. I'm Greg Corumbus. Join Jim Garrity of National Review and me each weekday for the Three Martini Lunch podcast. And we'll give you the day's good, bad, and crazy news for conservatives with some much-needed laughs on the side. So please join us. Subscribe at Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.